Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Hello again and welcome to the latest episode, episode 43 of Snapbacks and Beards. And it's a week, well, a few days now since Crown Jewel. And we're recording the night of Raw, so anything that we talk about here, just bear in mind that it might be a little bit out of date depending on if anything happens on Raw. But I'm Johnny Goldsmith, joined by that wrestling guy, TWG, Stu Matos. How are you, man? I'm, uh, I'm very good, Johnny. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Um, thanks to me that uh, Snapback's TikTok's doing all right as well yeah, because yeah. of uh, certain antics uh, <laughs> that uh, Stu got me to do. But um, yeah, if you yeah. guys want to believe i'm being honest there then go right ahead uh also joined by that wrestling guy uh the other wrestling guy <laughs> j.e wrestle talk sorry yes uh, <laughs> that other wrestling guy that other guy, that yeah. wrestling guy. That's a, that should be the name of my backup account shouldn't it really yeah. <laughs> the other other wrestling guy <laughs> and that is of course johnny how are you man i know you've uh had a week <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 good. I've hurt my back, but uh I'm not gonna let that stop me uh coming on the pod. I'm a trooper. I know everyone listening can realise that I'm a trooper, but I'm here, <laughs> I've made it, I'm live and in colour, so I'm ready to talk about Crown Jewel. Amazing. Yeet. And yeah, yeet indeed, <laughs> yes. Um, in fact he uh, just thought about that. He didn't even have a match. That's interesting. Mm. Did his brother. Did make an no. appearance though. Both of them had uh, certainly influences in the matches. Now, the first match, now I was actually not here to watch it live, so I was uh, just quiet on social media all day, watched it later on. But the first match, I didn't watch at all, so it was JD McDonough against Sami Zayn in the pre-show. Did you guys watch this match and start off with either of you? Did you enjoy this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I watched it. It was, I guess, what you would call a... a if this main event had raw, it wouldn't look out of place. Um, but... I think if you're going to have a pre-show, just having one match, and if it's a match between two sat talented guys, it's it's a winner. I thought it was it was good. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Uh, JD McDonough is a great talent. He sells really well. He sells really, really well. Um, I was a bit concerned for him though, um, Stu. The where Sammy went down on his feet to fling him over and JD McDonough should have rotated, but didn't. And ended yeah. up landing on all fours and almost in between the ropes at the same time. Yeah, but it didn't look like it hampered him too much from from it. He also had a weird like burn type mark on I him. I saw as that. Well. I I've I can't remember anything in the match where I'm like that's where he, you know, that's where he done it. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure where that, where that came from. But yeah, yeah good but match. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was a really enjoyable match. Like Stu said, if it was, if it was on Raw, it wouldn't look out of place as a main event. Was it one of those matches where it was just a standard finish, uh, Blue Thunderbomb? Or yeah, yeah. so he actually yeah. got the pin with the Blue Thunderbomb, which was really nice. Right. He halluva kicked first and then did the Blue Thunderbomb afterwards, and got which the pin. I think which, is uh, a better way of doing it. Rather Same, than hitting the, hitting the blue thunderbomb and then hitting the halluva kick, a kick into the thunderbomb, I think, is better. The yeah, blue um, thunderbomb is is worthy of a three count, in my opinion. Yeah, it's one of those where like the halluva kick should be the signature move, and the finishing yeah. move is the uh, 
power bomb. Um, yeah. Sami Zayn as well, being quite a slight individual, it's quite impressive he does that move actually. Mm. You know. Yeah, and very comfortably as well. Like it doesn't ever look like it's a struggle. He, yeah. you know, he does it comfortably. Mm -hmm. He uh, kept the fans waiting a little bit before he came out as well, didn't he? He uh, was yeah. was soaking that uh, up and milking that, properly milking yeah. that. I, I wondered, I'm glad they obviously didn't go down this route, but I, I wondered if they were going to go down like the whole, the judgment day just took him out before mm. the match even started. Because it was like his music yeah. was playing. It felt like for a good 30 seconds to a minute before he appeared. And yeah, then, I think yeah, it, appeared. I think it went round a second time before he started, you know, it does the whole thing and then it goes round it. I think it went round the second time mm. before he, before he appeared, but yeah, obviously just milking it to <laughs> yeah. get the fans. Do we think anything is going to happen significant regarding Sami Zayn? I, I think it's probably just keeping the whole war games teams alive by having these sort of matches. Yeah. That was the one that happened in the main show as well. And, uh, and yeah, what we yeah. saw in the first match of the main show as well. Yeah. I think we'll probably, yeah, is to do to do that. Um, I I say I hope, and I, I, I don't say I hope in terms of, because I don't like Sami Zayn, I've got no issue with Sami Zayn, but in terms of what would make sense for the storyline, I hope tonight we see Sami get absolutely obliterated by the Judgment Day so that, priest can take back what is his because that makes sense like if you've lost mm -hmm. that you are going to yeah. want revenge mm -hmm. aren't you like mm -hmm. th that's what i think should happen personally yeah something needs to happen where they make a decision on jd is he part of this or not because like it's um it seems to be he's not in the group and he's trying to be but then he keeps losing matches and they're not going to stand that for too long yeah, and yeah. with war games coming up, they're going to need extra people, aren't they? Yeah. So, uh, will it is war games five on five or four on four? I can never remember. Four on four, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, because last year it was the Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, but that's the pre-show match, and we'll go to the main card, and also a different ring announcer, Byron Saxton, who has been in WWE for a long time. Um. Mike Rome, I don't know why he's not there. Byron is all right. Um, not my personal favourite ring announcer, but, you know, he shows enthusiasm, I guess. And, you know, he's a backstage interviewer, so he has the voice for it. But he's not Samantha. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. not, not quite Samantha Urban levels. He was um, doing his best Howard Finkel. Yes. Yeah, he was. That's, that's, that's how I would, I would describe we, it. I yeah. do like Howard. So, like... That's not really a bad person to compare to, to be fair. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it wasn't awful. Like you say, he was doing, he did a fine job, but yeah, it, it wasn't my, you know, my favoured, favoured choice yeah. of ring announcer. Yeah. So we'll go to the main cards and the first match, the World Heavyweight Championship. It is Seth Rollins against Drew McIntyre with Seth Rollins coming out on top. Not really surprised by the result, but Johnny, what did we think? Yeah, not surprised. Um, I just, I just didn't see Drew. I, I genuinely believe 
that everything he'd done during COVID carried the company on his back, that he does deserve a world title run in front of fans. I'm not the biggest Drew fan, but he absolutely does deserve that as a thank you more than anything. But I just I just never saw him winning this match. I know a lot of people did, but I'm now inclined to believe that maybe Seth goes into mania with the title. I think maybe he holds it all the way until then. Um, it was a great match. I really enjoyed it. It was my second favourite match of the night. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought both of them gave everything. And kicking out of curb stomps, kicking out of claymores, very, very close calls, almost too close for my liking at one point. I think I audibly gasped very loudly. But, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this match. And um, there are, there's some talk of Seth not really doing anything with his his title reign but he's fought Finn Balor twice he's fought Shinsuke Nakamura he's fought Drew McIntyre people that you might not necessarily think are going to get those world title shots or, or or are there are sort of getting them again now and yeah it's nice to see more names coming through but you're not going to top my boy Seth no definitely not especially this run he's on at the moment mm-hmm. um what do we think Stu yeah I mean just I, I obviously made some made some notes made a, made a bit of a list whilst i was like whilst i was watching it but one thing that i uh, i picked up on and you kind of said it jay was yeah we saw seth kick out of a claymore and um drew kick out of a, a stomp but it wasn't to the level where there was 15 claymores and 27 stomps that they kept kicking out of it was mm. it, it was one of each which i think does still it doesn't water down the finish. I think that is something that annoys me sometimes where you see, you know, someone kick out of five finishers and it's like, well, it's just not, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was really good. The, the, the middle rope or top rope sort of, or in the middle swanton into then a lion salt from Seth, I thought was really cool. Like I've, mm. I can't think I've seen him do that before. I'm not sure if he if he has or he hasn't, but I, I thought that looks that looks really cool. Um, I also thought the um, like they played into the issues that Seth has, like his back issues. Like there was that side slam on the apron that I thought looks looked really really cool, um, and the that counter that Seth did into hitting a pedigree where he like spun round spun round you. I thought just looked so clean, um, and it's clear these guys have got really good chemistry together um i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised and i wouldn't be too upset if they ran it back and had one more match um but my worry with that would be it might not be as good as this match and then people would start saying like oh why are we seeing him again don't want to see him again blah 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 blah. so it'll be interesting to see where drew goes next because he needs to do something um going full heel i think is what he needs to do but yeah, I don't. It was a, it was a really good match. Really enjoyed it. Trying the judgment here, maybe. Does he fit? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't either. But Dominic Mysterio, I thought didn't work, and then here we are. So, yeah, I I just think I think Drew's too good for that. Like it's sort of a, an enhancement group almost, and he's above that now. Yeah, I I think if you're looking, because you know Drew would be another in the sense of like a Damien Priest style enforcer. And I don't, I don't think Drew needs that. I think if you're going to do that with someone, like I've said this before, I'd bring Dijak up from NXT. 
and put him in the Judgment Day because mm. I think I think his look suits the Judgment Day better than than Drew's. Um, but yes, Drew needs to do needs to do something, and you know maybe it would be unlikely. But again, we are recording this on the night of Raw. Does Drew come out tonight and obliterate Seth Rollins and Damien cashes in? Like, do we do we see that? Because there was that little interaction between Rhea and Drew after the match, wasn't there? Mm. Um, but I don't know. I, I do. I think Drew needs to do something still quite big now to carry on this wave of momentum that he's got going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think the, I don't know, Drew McIntyre just in Judgment Day just doesn't feel like it would work for me at all. Um, mm. I don't think this whole, like, standalone person, he might be a heel, but it doesn't mean he has to be friends with Judgment Day just because he's a bad guy. Um, and in, he, you know, he's one of those where, it's one of those villains where he's justified in being pissed off. You know, he's not happy with the way things are going. And he's very much justified in everything he's said. You know. Yeah. And that's always yeah. a sign of a good bad guy. Um, yeah, absolutely. The, speaking of Judgment Day. Yeah, well, it's the Fatal Five-Way match for the Women's World Championship. And it's Rhea Ripley, Zoe Stark, Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, and one more person. who I've, oh, Shana Dana Baszler. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of people to get through. Before we get into the match, Stu, because obviously I'll have to come to you about this one. What do we think of that entrance? And um, Rhea getting the real treatment like that was quite impressive. So good. It it says everything, doesn't it? It, it says everything about Rhea. Like, mm-hmm. li- literally that, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I, I was a little bit confused to start with on the entrance, but then it, you know... Then it actually mm-hmm. sort of kicked in and started, and yeah, I thought it was thought it was really good, especially very big for where the event was and what that kind of symbolised for me. Yeah, the idea of just seeing all these men surrounding themselves and acknowledging this woman in Saudi Arabia is a huge thing, and you know she deserves that, obviously, considering the star power that she's been bringing in, and it's just yeah, it's quite historical actually. Hmm. seeing that she didn't quite stack them all on top of each other for the pin as you suggested but she did obviously do a move which ended up where it hit like two other people and then she hmm. takes uh, them pins Shayna Baszler not so yeah. stark which I think a lot of people expected that hmm. so how did you feel this match went uh, so I, again I, I wrote a couple of bits down as, as I was watching it and I think what I took from what I took from this match was for me Zoe Starks has it. Rhea Ripley is it. Like she just commands every every spotlight when she is there. Um, absolutely a mega star. Um, I thought this was a star making match for Zoe Stark without her having to win. I thought she looked other than Rhea, obviously, obviously winning. I actually thought Zoe looked probably probably got the second sort of best out of it if that makes sense i think she you know she really put on a put on a really really good show um the triple submission from shayna baszler was really cool really enjoyed mm-hmm. that um and yeah I, I i liked the ending of you know how yeah just how that kind of looked and i, I did see someone um online kind of criticize 
I think they, I think it was Raquel they kind of criticised because they said that she took a little bit too long to crawl to Sh- uh, Shayna Baszler, so Rhea had to hold Zoe Stark up for like a few more seconds, which I do get. But then on the flip side, a what a physical like show of, of dominance from Rhea, where she was just like, well, I'm just going to hold you up here then. And she actually could do it comfortably. And also it makes sense in the, in like, well, what else is she going to do? Like her plan is, and obviously it's scripted and we know that, but her plan is I'm going to drop you onto you. So I'm not going to do it early. I'm going to wait until I've got that moment to do it. Like as as much as it, that just makes sense, sense to me. Um, but yeah, no, really enjoyed it. I would... I've written down, are we going to see Becky versus Rhea next? Or are we going to get a bit of a filler feud because they'll want Becky Rhea for Elimination Chamber? Potentially. But yeah, no, really good. Really enjoyable. You think it's a WrestleMania match, that one? Potentially. I guess it it also depends on what they do, the X Factor, in terms of Jade Cargill. Mm. Because I think she will have a big WrestleMania match. It just depends whether that's going to be against Rhea for the title, the SmackDown Women's Champion, or Charlotte Flair. I think I think they're her three options. I think it just depends where they're gonna where they're gonna go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh Johnny, what do we think? Um yes, I actually think this match is you could you could swap a couple of names, but I think this match is the main event at Elimination Chamber inside the chamber. I think Rhea defends her title inside the chamber against four other women. A couple of these, Zoe Stark deserves to be in there. Shayna Baszler deserves to be in there. Um, Yeah, Raquel probably deserves to be in there as well. Obviously not Nia Jax, because I don't give a fuck about Nia Jax. Um, (laughs) But the match, I think... I messaged you, Stu, didn't I, when she came out. And I'm not a simp for Rhea. Everyone knows this. I'm not a simp. But I think the words I messaged to Stu were, God, she's a fucking star. Because she is. And credit where credit's deserved. Rhea Ripley is the real deal. She really is the -hmm. real deal. Um, She's done for herself what, wwe have done for roman reigns Mm. wwe have separated roman and put him above so you've got roman reigns and then you've got all these other superstars Rhea's done it but she's done it herself Rhea's got herself to exactly where she is and credit where credit's due um phenomenal uh stew said about her just holding zoe up there for ages let's let's like not be around the bush I, she definitely goes home and bench presses buddy matthew so she's gonna <laughs> have that she's gonna have that strength there um i really enjoyed this match i thought it was going to be good and it did deliver for me yeah I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was a solid match and obviously um, the right person won yeah yeah for sure absolutely and this is a typical wwe match where that could have had real lose the belt just because She's not needs to be involved in the pinfall, but they went with the right decision. And again, the way she had that entrance, I think as soon as she came out, I was like, well, she's winning this match. Like having an entrance like that, that was mm. pretty much telling for me that yeah, she's winning. Um, were we sports entertained by this? Absolutely. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. 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 Um, and the first match I presume was sports entertained by as well. I didn't ask about that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
And if anyone's keeping count at home in terms of our predictions, we are all two for two at the minute. Yes. And that is all about a change because we all <laughs> went for the wrong one here. And in, it's funny, hindsight is one of those things where it kind of made a lot of sense, actually. Solo Sokoa against John Cena. Johnny, what did we make of this one? Um, Solo Sokoa, Oof, he's the uh, real deal. Yeah, he absolutely obliterate. It looked like a scene out of a horror film. Like you could have, you could have stuck a knife in Solo Sokoa's hand, and it, you could have told me that was a scene from a horror film, and that he was the serial killer, and it wouldn't have looked out of place at all. He absolutely battered the man over and over again with the uh, Samoan spike, and yeah, Solo. There's big things in the future for Solo. I always said that he should have been the one from the bloodline to dethrone Roman. Maybe I'm going to start talking about that again because uh, I, I still feel like it probably should come from within the bloodline. Um, interesting on SmackDown as well, where they showed Paul Heyman next to Solo. There was sort of a side profile view of potentially things to come in the future. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I thought I thought John Cena was going to win this match. I thought he kind of needed it. He's probably earned the right it wouldn't have hurt solo to lose but they went the other way and now i think cena goes away for a little bit i don't think he's done by any stretch but um i think he goes away for a little bit he's probably got a, a film coming up or something now the uh the strike's gone again and then maybe we see him in the middle of next year but i think he's gone away for a bit now but yeah great match what do you think Stu? yeah i mean i i just uh, the same I, I was just a bit like it was quite surprising just to see that that ending and the way that that it was it was done. Um, one one thing that that really bothers me, um, and it's not really anything to do with the the match as such, um, but it's usually in John Cena matches. The commentator commentator usually Michael Cole. Something will happen to Cena, and he'll say Cena has never faced anyone like this before, or has never faced X Y Z before, and it's like yeah he has. Like he, you know, sit, sit, you know, Cena with his back against the wall against an opponent like Solo is not. It has happened before. Um, I kind of obviously I get what they're trying to do in terms of that building up of Solo, but it's like, you know, it, this is we have seen Cena in these positions before. Um, mystery against, uh, against his uncle. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. definitely for Umaga. So yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, but that, I mean they they have to push solo to the moon now surely mm -hmm. like it, it, they they have to um if I, I would say if a result in one of the other matches hadn't happened i think we probably could have seen some gold on solo sooner rather than later but i don't know if that'll happen now just just yet um just and and i carry on. and i do wonder is are we now going to see the kind of retirement tour of Cena? Like, will we see him? You know, will it? Will he? I, I think if Cena retires, it has to be at Mania. I think that just makes sense. Um, but I also wouldn't be shocked. And I don't know when I say retirement tour, maybe we look in, we look at like an 18 month elongated tour. But mm -hmm. now that Ric Flair has signed elsewhere i think that's almost nailed yes. on that we see cena break the record um mm -hmm. so but obviously i can't see where that's going to come from 
now. Like I wouldn't see, you know, I, I think that needs to happen at, or will happen at at some point. I, I have always said, as I think you have, Jay, it should be Orton that breaks it. But I, I, I think whether it's Orton or whether it's Cena, someone breaks that record of, of flares now because because mm. of that. Um, but yeah, I, what I put on this, and I know obviously we'll, we'll mention it in a bit. I, I was, I wasn't necessarily sports entertained, but it, it wasn't a bad match. I just sort of, for me, up until that final three or four minutes where Solo hit 310 Samoan spikes and it was like, oh my God, this is like an obliteration. It felt a little bit just like a standard John Cena match, which was, it wasn't bad. It just didn't, it didn't capture me as much as the first two matches did. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it wasn't bad by it, by any stretch. Yeah, it did feel like the, um, I don't want to stretch it too much, but it felt like the C uh, Austin 316 moment for Soros Sakura mm -hmm. in the sense of, this guy, he is just an incredible star. Now, speaking of what you mentioned about Cena main event and like, you know, WrestleMania where he retires, I guess they could do it this year, but I feel like maybe they should stretch to 18 months. Uh, main event of Mania 41, Cena against Randy in a du dual retirement match, essentially. Or they could do it at main event night one this year, depending on how Randy's feeling health wise. I think he probably will start to consider that option now because of yeah. you know the time he's been out he's going to probably come back very very soon but i think even he knows that like yeah but probably not for too much longer um yeah and i think it's because he wants to go out on his terms not because he was wiped out by uh, a group and that's obviously how he's out at the minute mm -hmm. so could we see maybe that being because would there be time for randy to get 16 world titles and then face cena next year has Randy got fifteen? How many is Randy? Fourteen. Okay, so he only needs he only needs two, and he he does they don't need to be long well, title reigns, do they? I mean, again, he, Rand, sorry. So I was going to say he could beat Seth and then get cashed in on by Damian Priest, and oh, he's got a title reign. I, I was literally about to say Randy is almost that that perfect person to be to be cashed in on because. You know, no one, no one is going to make a joke out of a legend like Randy Orton being cashed in on. In fact, it actually enhances the person that cashed in on them because you're going to have to do something pretty big to beat Randy Orton. So, yeah, mm. that could that could quite easily happen. If um, if they could get, what would be really cool is if they could get it to a point where uh, I don't know, say that Randy manages to get two from somewhere. And then Seth's got the title and say he does need the surgery, however true that is or not. But then he vacates the title and then Cena and Randy both have 16 each and they're fighting for a vacated title to mm. see who gets the 17th title. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? Yeah. 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 I, I definitely see um, the title run of Ric Flair, that 16 time thing, especially now being broken. I mean, I still think it will be John Cena, but... Randy would be the one I would say probably deserves it more, even though they've both pretty much had the same career, but one of them stuck to WWE the entire time, and one of them obviously left for Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it surprises me, actually, that Randy never had that, unless he just doesn't want it. Because it's he's just, got, like, it's in his blood, though, isn't it? 
yeah, wrestling's yeah. just in his blood. It's just him, isn't it? I think it's and obviously. Obviously, you've never seen Twelve Rounds too. It's a great film. <laughs> <Yeah. deal. laughs> <laughs> Every time I see a wrestler with a film of the wrestler in it, I'm like, oh, I might check that out just because it's it's a wrestler. You know, I like the sound of that. Like, um, so anytime there's a Cena film, I'm like, oh, I've got to watch that just because it's Cena. Mm. <laughs> Although, speaking of that, going back a few years, have you guys seen Cena Evil with Kane? Yeah. No yeah, problem. Yeah. That's a great film. It is a good great film, actually. Film. It is, yeah, yeah. Great horror film. Yeah. Well, there is a man there who, if he didn't go into the politics, he is just a horror character. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, these levels like Michael Myers and Jason. He is like mm -hmm. that good. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame we never quite got to that. But yeah. Um, so you had uh, a bit of a light bulb moment, Johnny. I noticed during talking about Solo. What was that? Um, could Solo be the one to dethrone Gunther? I mean, the draft doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I certainly believe that. Yeah, I think it's believable. If he can just absolutely dominate a 16-time world champion. Um, I but obviously... Is... Sorry, I, was, I was just going to say, obviously, Gunther is probably just as dominant as Solo. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it would yeah. be, a, it would be a, a, a decent match to see anyway. I think that he'll be champion until August next year now and he'll lose to Ludwig Kaiser. That's probably how they'll do it. Um, yeah. And there's no reason why he can't be world heavyweight champion at the same time, which I feel like they might even do that because that's not happened in a long time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of Gunter, actually, because we were going to talk about this, but Gunter, um, as you may know, has not been able to compete in any matches outside of the United States while he gets permanent residency. So... Any oh, pay-per-view yeah. that's outside of the UK, outside of the United States, he can't be part of mm. for six months until he's um, completed his permanent residency in the United States. I did wonder why he... I, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't mm. know that. And I did wonder why Triple H just wasn't putting Gunther on pay-per-views, but obviously that's the reason. Because yeah. Um, yeah. he, uh, he wasn't that limited uh, money in the bank, was he? No. No, uh, no. Yeah, so that's an interesting little stat. Um, so any pay views outside of the US, Gunter isn't going to be on it until, I guess, maybe in time for Elimination Chamber. But at the mm. moment, he's... Uh, so that, 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 rule, that rules him out winning the Rumble, so does he win the Chamber? Wait. Yeah, he mm. was at Money in the Bank because uh, Drew returned. Of he course. Was, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I was I, I was just thinking, I was like, no, he wasn't. And then I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'm sure he was. But who did yeah, it's him and Riddle, wasn't it? It's yes, him and Riddle. yes, yeah, yeah, it was Riddle. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So oh, that forgettable um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so will he, will he, if he's not in back in time for the Rumble, then that that changes a lot. Well, he's, obviously, the Rumble's in Florida, so he can take part. Oh, of course that. it is. Yes, of course it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, I haven't um, got to think, so rethink my pick too much then. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I think he's been having Intercontinental Final Matches on Raw, because they can't do it anywhere else. Mm. And yeah. I mean, just about every other show has now not been in the United States. Um, but another segment, we're at the halfway point in matches, so we'll get to this uh, segment, which didn't really mean anything, to be honest. It was uh, Grayson Waller interrupting Miz TV, which was had the special guest of, and this is what's written on the screen, so if I pronounce it wrong, I'm sorry, Ibrahim Al-Hajjaj who apparently is a big deal in um, Arab movies. And obviously he got a big reaction over there. 
part of the culture. You know, I know a lot of people will be, well, who is this? But they know who he is. And, you know, they've got to try and promote their talent. So he came out and he was actually quite funny, not going to lie. Obviously, and that his, kick was quite good his, as well. That he it did. Was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the people's elbow, like that was, oh, that was incredible. That um, he mentioned Ronaldo, and it's like, oh look, you, you thought we were going to get Ronaldo here. Well, we'll bring him up, and then not have him show up at all. Which I was thinking, right? If the Miss TV is having a segment, he's got to be coming out here. But no Drew did his celebration, it. didn't he? Drew did yeah, the yes. um the suit mm. as well. Yeah, he did when the camera wasn't on him. Yeah, <laughs> yes, definitely. Because I heard wrong. the fans go screw, and then you see yeah. Wade Barrett talking about it, and I was like, I didn't see that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> totally timed it wrong. But um, what did we think of this segment? Then I don't really know what to add about this. I mean, uh, the I don't care what people say. The Miz is just so good at every single thing he is asked to do. Whether mm-hmm. whether he's asked to go out and you know, get pinned in 10 seconds by, like, Snoop Dogg, or, you know, he he just, he's just so good. And I, I really, I still think to this day that Miz, get, Miz is underappreciated in the work that he does. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't hate a Miz-Grayson Waller feud. Like, I wouldn't, I think that'd be quite good. Um I think Waller would win the feud, which again is fine. Um, and I actually, I, I wrote this down, and I don't mean it in a in a disrespectful way. A part of me actually sees Grayson Waller as this generation's Miz. Like I think he will be that guy that will will do what he's asked to do. You know, th- if you look at them next to each other or, or stack them up, you know, they both got a talk show. We've but we've seen what Grayson Waller can do as a heel. We've seen what the Miz can do as a heel. You know, we've seen the reactions that they can they can get. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something we see for for Waller. Maybe. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Johnny? It looks like we're getting a, a Miz heel, uh, face turn here as well, which is uh, what, not expected. Well, this is what I was going to say. This was my main takeaway that the Miz was presented as a face because the guy that you mentioned i don't have his name on my screen so i'm not <laughs> going to butcher it um he was very funny though by the way um he was yeah he he wanted to be on miss tv it was all about miss tv i thought for a second when he was saying when miss was saying miss tv's the best talk show and grayson waller was going grayson waller's the best talk show i thought ko's music was going to play and he was going <laughs> to come out that's what mm-hmm. i that's where i thought they were going with that but yeah i i can uh totally see what stu's saying about uh, Waller being this generation's Miz, I can see that. Um, I wouldn't mind a feud between the two of them, uh, but I would, I would have the Miz come out on top. Let him get his flowers a bit more than than he does. I know we say that he's happy to do whatever he wants. Can you be transitional champion for two weeks? Fine. Can you take this pin from Snoop Dogg in ten seconds? Fine. Let's let's give him his flowers. Let's let him win mm-hmm. the feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which wouldn't hurt yeah. Waller, really, would it? No. No, just despite what the internet universe would say, yeah. but it, losing it to uh, losing to one of the two only two time Grand Slam champions, no, it's not yeah. not going to hurt you at all. No. Yeah, and obviously that I've obviously you know one of my favourite wrestlers, Elliot Knight, has a catchphrase after catchphrase. But the Miz, I do like him, but I am kind of getting bored of the same 
then again, it's contradictory of me to say that, but it is like main event WrestleMania, two-time Grand Slam champion, beat The Rock, beat Cena. You know, he's always bringing up the same thing, and I'm like, okay, I get it. It's not really a catchphrase. It's just you repeating the same thing over and over again. And when he gets the chance to talk beyond that, he is very good. We need more of like, well, we need less of that and more of just Miz doing a promo about anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or another well, promo like he cut on Daniel Bryan because that was unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. That was gold. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was, yeah, it was Miz at his just naturally frustrated best, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now then, the next match is the United States Championship match between Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul. And before we get to that match, I do have this here, the uh, Glowberry Prime. And I'm going to try it for the very first time before we talk about Logan Paul product, you know, placement here. It's delicious. Oh, that's so good. Wow. It's good, this it? podcast may contain ads. Just to... Yes. Um, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Prime. Please, Logan. We would really, yeah. we would really admire I... that opportunity. Well, well there's, the, there's the name of the podcast. This, there's the name of the episode. This, this podcast yeah. is sponsored by Prime. Sponsored by Prime. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to cease and desist, so we I might uh, <laughs> find a different name this week. But um, so people talk about this being a house show almost, and titles don't change hands. Well, one title did change hands, of course. Logan Paul is the new United States champion, which we all predicted would happen. Um, Johnny, let's uh, hear your view on this one because. This again, Sean Wiley Logan is one of the best and someone who's not done this for very long, Savory Mysterio's career essentially at one point. Yes. In that uh, he did. spot. Absolutely. Yeah, he ab- absolutely saved him. Um, there isn't anyone that Logan can't hang with. He can hang with Roman Reigns in the main event. He can take the title from Rey Mysterio. He can go up against Seth. He can go against The Miz. Uh, but. I I think, again, because obviously we couldn't talk in the group chat because Johnny hadn't seen it, but I think I messaged you, Stu, and I think my words were, he's out-luchering a lucha legend, because he was. Uh, (laughs) Why why can he do lion sorts like that? Why, Why can Logan Paul do anything that Logan Paul can do in the ring? Like, he's just naturally gifted. And, yeah, you might not like him as a human being, but you cannot dispute how fucking good he is in the ring and mm. he is he's better than 80 85 90 percent of the current roster because he's working for it yeah he might not be there week in week out but i think we're going to see a lot more of him now he's got the title and yeah. do you know what fuck it he deserves it why not he's he's mm. putting on he's putting on decent matches and this was actually my match of the night i thought this match was so yeah. good mm. and it wasn't and it was so good and it wasn't because of Rey mysterio Rey Mysterio is great, and he was great in the match, but it was all Logan Paul, start to finish. Yes. And I said this to you boys, do you think that Santos leaving the uh, knuckle dusters on the side of the ring was him giving them to Logan? And obviously, you guys think that is the case. So it'd be interesting to see where that goes from here. But yeah, well done, Logan Paul. You might might not like him as a human, absolutely fine, but you can't dispute what he can do in the ring. He's too good. Yes. Mm. Yeah, he's incredible. Stu, what do we say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, we, we've said about him essentially at one point saving Ray. Um, and that looked 
even just in that moment, it looked so natural in the sense of he just went straight into the next move. Like he didn't stop to hesitate. He just did it and, and carried on. Um, that like follow away slam moonsault thing oh. from the top rope is just like a, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah, a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, I've put it in my notes here. I now surely has to be the point where we don't say that Logan Paul is a celebrity that does wrestling. Like he's not, he Logan Paul is a wrestler. Like it, mm-hmm. he just is, it's just, it, it's just, uh, there aren't enough good things. And I, I'm almost, I'm almost bored to the point of trying to say how good Logan Paul is. Like he mm-hmm. just, you, it's just there to see, um, you know, and I think what else I put on here, um, Logan Paul does the simple things really, really well, but he doesn't always do the simple thing and that he still does that really well. Like it mm-hmm. just everything, everything is so good. Um, I think these two, if if I was booking it, because I don't know if you guys picked up, obviously what the cameras picked up right at the end when Logan went over to Ray and was like, I respect you. I love you. I, you know, I had to do what I had to do. And Ray was like, you know what you did, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. I think they'll run it back and have another match. And I think that is when the LWO will turn on, on Ray. I think that's, that's when that will happen. Um, but yeah, th- this was, this was my match of the night as well. And it just, I, <laughs> again, I don't know how, what more you can say about how good L- Logan Paul is. And, you know, I remember, probably this around this time last year, you know, when we, when we started doing the podcast, we spoke about Logan Paul and it was a bit like, uh, you know, he's just a, he is a good celebrity wrestler, blah, 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 all that. But he's, he's so far ahead now. He is, he is a wrestler. He just is. I I still, you know, appreciate how good he is, but I don't ever want to see him win a Royal Rumble. Like that is something (laughs) when he was in that match and I was like, oh, please no, as much as as good as you are, no, I, I can't bear that. And he hasn't. And he might end up winning the World Heavyweight Championship at some point. I mean, imagine if he'd have thrown Roman Reigns. Like, that is something <laughs> which... Oh. I mean, he's had a match against him, so you can't really go... Well, he's already had that chance. But he's won a title in WWE, and I just don't feel like this is the only thing he's going to win. I think there's more to come. Mm. Mm. Especially when you consider how he seems to really respect the wrestling world and he's really putting in everything and they'll obviously mm. take note of that and be like, well, he's, you know, he's been a really good professional. He's obviously got his own world, which is getting attention to us as well. So I could see him winning the world title mm. and he's only 28. Mm. Yeah. So, what, and, one thing, sorry, Jay, just because before I forget it, yeah, the yeah, one, yeah. the one thing, or the two things, the one thing I absolutely do not want to see, but I think we're probably going to see it, is the custom prime United States Championship. Like I just think I think it's going to look horrible, but I think we're going to see it because that's just that's his branding with WWE's branding. That's well, you know, it's, the a, it's a money maker. You know the yeah. side plates? I'll throw the Prime logo on there. Yeah, but I, I think he'll go the whole hog and do a whole belt, a whole Prime belt. Um, but the other point, as I say, is Logan Paul is a... as it won't. I don't... I agree I wouldn't like to see him win a Rumble, 
but he is the prime sort of jackass to have a money in the bank contract. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and again, yeah. you've then got a prime branded briefcase that will sell for Christ knows what. It goes everywhere with him. It, it, it and then yeah, he's going to cash in, and he he will become a, a WWE, WWE sorry champion um, without necessarily having to not earn it because he he has earned everything he's got so far. But do you know what I mean? He hasn't got to have a forty five minute match and beat someone. He can sneak in the back door again if you're looking for someone to cash in on randy orton you know mm -hmm. some, something like that it it's uh it's a possibility um but yeah that's just yeah jay what were you gonna say sorry um, i was just gonna say and let, let's no, make no mistake about it as well like him winning this title like you said you have to stop saying he's a celebrity turn wrestler blah 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 he is a wrestler or him winning a world title in the future is not the same thing as David Arquette winning a world title. They are mm. two completely different things. Yeah. yeah that, that is a celebrity winning a title. What Logan did on Saturday was a wrestler winning a title. Agreed. Absolutely. And if, if the match that um, I'm kind of hoping at WrestleMania doesn't happen with Giselle Knight against Logan Paul, you see the chemistry they have. Logan Paul against Bad Bunny for the United States title should probably happen. Actually, make that happen at the Royal Rumble so then neither of them are in that match because that would be a wasted spot and I think that would be an incredible match. Mm. Actually, and it would be quite ironic that the best match of the night would probably be that one and it's two <laughs> celebrities. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Are either, um, I guess Logan probably is, I was going to say, are either of them good enough to walk the other one through the match without mm. the help of a, a seasoned wrestler. But I guess mm. Logan probably could do that. He could lead it. I, I guess it would probably be... Yeah, I, I'd say he probably very, is good sorry. enough. So, no, sorry, carry mm. on. No, I would say, I, I think Logan probably is good enough. It just... We might not see some of the more intricate, high-riskier spots that we see in other matches that Logan's in because of, you know, because of the bad, but because of bad bunny. Um, mm. But yeah, I, yeah, I think Logan probably, I mean, God, what, what can't Logan Paul do? So he well, probably yeah. could walk through, walk through someone through a match. Yeah. As I keep I saying, just... I think you'll see Logan Paul win the tag belts with his brother as well. At some mm, point. Please God, no. Mm. <laughs> I know everyone I can... seems to hate Jake Paul and I'm the yeah. same. I'm like, please not him. I, I would sooner see him win them with KSI. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were either of you familiar with who that guy was that handed the brass knuckles to him? Because I didn't know who that was. It, I think that's the guy that does the impulsive podcast He's with him. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know who that is. So apologies. I'm not sure who that who that mm. is. Yeah, I'm not too sure who that was. But as I say, there was two competitors in the match. Let's talk about Rey Mysterio and the LWO. So. Um, yeah, I think that was Santos's way of turning on Ray. He's like, well, I didn't give them to Logan Paul. You just didn't get them in time, right? And obviously, the LWO, particularly Santos Escobar, I think is a much better heel. And again, Legado del Fantasma never got the chance to show what they can do on the main roster. And I feel like this is where they've realized the LWO, Maybe it's not going to work quite like it did in the 90s. If Carlito was the leader, they could have a heel faction LWO. They can still do it. 
but just without Rey Mysterio. Do we think that's where we're going with this? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it has to be. Um, Carly was having his match against Lashley on SmackDown this week, apparently, and we'll see more mm. of that dissension. I think. So that'll yeah. be good. But yeah, please do do something with the LWO because they need some work and they need just to turn heel essentially. And they need again split the tag titles. Let's let's yeah. just get because there are teams crying out to to make use of them, and I just think it you know it makes sense to do that. Um, mm. You know, you could you could have the LWO then hold them for a bit you could have the hurt profits hold them you could have all these teams do something whereas i think when they're to get when the when the belts are together it does kind of hinder hinder that a, a little bit mm-hmm. i was just going to say just um going back to the lashley carlito match quickly i've got nothing against her but are we really going to have bfab as the female member of the Hurt Profits when Bianca Belair and Jade, mm. where Bianca Belair and Jade Cargill are right there. Are they really going to have B-Fab as the female member? You see, I was going to do a video on the SmackDown review about this where I was saying B-Fab, I haven't seen her wrestle enough to make a comment of how good mm. she is. The, 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 as I said, though, Triple H is scared to make risky decisions and Bianca Belair turning heel is obviously a risk to him and I feel like yeah but you've got like the opportunity for something like that that could work but he just seems too scared to try it and it's like well BFAB's already a heel so just give the already heel woman to the heel tag team rather than trying to turn Bianca who is obviously you know Montez's wife and they've got a series coming out soon it would make sense for them to be together and I just mm. think he's just too scared to try. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, I think, and again, I've said it many, many times. I think the risk that that we're going to get, or WWE are going to get with Bianca Belair, is sooner. I think rather than later, they're not going to have a say as to whether she's getting a face or a heel reaction. I, I think yeah. she's going to start. The fans are going to start turning sooner rather than later, um, and so actually, let's just let's just capitalise on that and put her with a heel faction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how they should do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it actually is a nice transition into the next match, which is Eagle Sky against Bianca Belair for the women's WWE Championship. I guess we we'll call it that now. Um, so what do we think of that, Stu? Are we, uh, what do we think of this match as a whole? So I, I liked this match, but I do have a few issues with not necessarily the match, but everything surrounding the match. So if you compare how EO Sky pump feels coming out making an entrance and you put that next to how Rhea Ripley feels coming out to make an entrance that's chalk and cheese absolutely like it's not even in the same question um mm-hmm. which I know is some something to, you know a lot of people are saying how poor this title run has been for Rhea but let's say compare the two champions 
and tell me which one feels more, you know, feels a bigger star. Um, Bianca is a fantastic athlete. She's just, she needs a character switch up, in my opinion. Um, EO Sky's moonsault is just a thing of absolute beauty. Um, and I, what I felt most sorry for was if you weren't watching this match and you were just hearing the audio, you would not understand the significance and the, um, you know, the excitement, I suppose, of Kyrie Zane coming back because the crowd just didn't care. And I felt really, really sorry for that because Kyrie is fantastic. EO is fantastic. Bianca is is fantastic. It just felt the crowd just didn't really because it was women wrestling. They they didn't really have the same sort of feel for it. Um, but Kyrie coming back is massive, and I'm really excited and really interested to see. This is another thing where if they get it right, this could be a massive thing on SmackDown. This could be huge, um, and it could play in. It could play out in lots of different ways. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to be, what's going to be next from, from that. And I don't know if you guys saw, um, again, just something that I think is fantastic character work from Bailey. Um, she tweeted Dakota Kai and was like, I'm, I'm back. I'm back from, from Saudi. Um, like drop me a text or call me or, or something. So it's just like, just playing into that, you know, okay. what's going on sort of thing which mm. again i just think is it's just a little thing that i think done is done really well mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure um that match for me i really enjoyed but again it it was i think it was a better match than the other women's match but i think it's because there was five women in that one it's difficult to get a good match out of five people mm. but johnny what do you make of this match um yeah, again, I thought I thought it was a good match. Uh, like Stu said, EO's moonsault is a thing of perfection and beauty. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Really, really happy to see Kyrie Sane back. Probably the best thing about the match um, was Kyrie coming back. Just turn Bianca heel. Just, just turn her heel. It's yeah. not working. She needs a freshen up. Just do it. I think what I want to see happen now is them to bring Kyrie Sane into damage control, eventually get Bailey out of damage control, and then you can have EO versus Bailey at Mania. And that story can literally start on SmackDown. Mm. You can get you can get started this Friday on SmackDown. That's what I want to see happen. But yeah, the match the match was decent, but I almost caught myself thinking when Kyrie, uh, EO was just, she was waiting for Bailey to, not Bailey, Bianca Belair to make the count back into the ring and then quickly ran to do her. It was like she was just, she was just waiting there. It wasn't like she was laying down and then she struggled to get it. It was like she was actually just waiting, like waiting for the next move, which was kind of, I, I guess I don't really like that as much, but yeah, the, the match was fine. It was a good match. It just wasn't like match of the night or anything. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the match of the night, I think all of us, as you both mentioned, my match of the night was also the United States title match. It had to be. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, I did kind of have myself on the fence about Bianca might win this, you know. But, no, they kept it going. What do we think the immediate future is? Because uh, I think Harry Sane, Asuka and uh, EO Sky was the room and match for WrestleMania. Do we have uh, another member of Damage Control for a bit? Or what do you think? I mean, just very, very quickly before I answer that, hopping quickly back to think about Bianca. Again, I don't want to harp too much uh, on about Mammy, but let, let's just look. And I said it, I think, on the last podcast we did. Rhea's character was going a little bit stale. They didn't know what was happening. And then she turned heel and joins the Judgment Day. And now look at her. Look where Bianca yeah. is. Like, just, she's going a bit stale. She needs to do something. Like, let's just change it up. Um, but for, for you know, Kyrie, Asuka and, and Io, that would be a fantastic um WrestleMania match. Mm. I I don't know. I mean you've got it's just looking to see who they could bring in if they were to bring someone else damage control. Do you look at someone else from NXT? Maybe. I just I just don't yeah. know who else who else would they could get to go in. Um you know potentially just because of the links that they've had previously, could you get Raquel in? to go with Dakota that, that, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but I, you know, I, as much as I would like to see Bailey win the rumble and see Bailey at, at mania, if we end up getting Oscar, Kyrie Zane and EO sky, that wouldn't get, you know, that wouldn't get heat from me either. I'd be up for seeing that. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Johnny? Do you think Kyrie Zane gets there? Uh... A title shot soon or is this going to be a long-term like tag team or yeah I, I i don't think she gets a title shot straight away um i'm interested to see her first interaction with oscar i think that would be quite interesting to see um yeah i think she might start teaming with eo but i think eo's probably got to drop the title first but i don't think eo drops it until mania I think we well. What I say, I think what I want is Bailey versus EO at Mania and Bailey to take the title. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure what Kyrie's first move is, but I am. I am interested to see it. But I don't actually know. What I think her first move is. It's probably um, an extra face for the War Games match, and then there's mm. a team of four women put together that Bianca's probably got a team of, I guess, for the women's side. A return in Liv Morgan, probably. Yeah, it's just, as you say, one's a faction and one's just... One's uh, going to be people team. thrown together, yeah. Yeah, and that's my only issue with that. It'll probably be Charlotte and Bianca and, again, Liv Morgan, who has... she was she, she, Shotzi. Yeah, was she drafted Liv Morgan? Well, she was tag champ with with Raquel, wasn't she? So yeah, all right, okay. I don't know what, yeah, what that actually where she actually went from there. I mean, Liv Morgan is very much the extreme sort of wrestler, isn't she, for the women's side? Mm, Her and Candice yeah. Michelle, Candice Michelle, that's what Mike McCall said. Candice <laughs> Nerea and Liv Morgan, I think, could put a very good hardcore match together at some point if they ever went that way. Because mm. you've seen the sort of styles that they do. It's totally off topic, but I just feel like if you want to match 
that's entertaining that's not for the world title. There's something right there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but there'll be a women's war games match and a men's one, probably one each, I imagine. So that's I guess that's where the gun damage control has four people now. But of course you saw how Bailey wasn't too happy about Kyrie Saint being there. So I think she's Well, we know we know the last thing we saw from Kyrie Zane in WWE, don't we? So mm. I think that's obviously gonna play a big a big part of, of that. And if they go with that, like I I wouldn't have an issue because it's long term storytelling. Like yeah. use it. Use what people know. It's not always a bad thing. As you mentioned, Miz has Lazy's flowers and so does Bailey at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, the star of the women's division for the last three years, without a doubt for me, like never been away, you know, devoted her life to doing this. People like Becky Lynch and Charlotte have had time away. Bailey hasn't. And I think she likes it like that as well. And she needs to be shown that respect. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. So the second last match of the night, and I kind of thought, oh, this must be what we're hoping for. It wasn't. It was just, again, because Cody Rose is a big deal, apparently, so they won him second last match of the night. Cody Rose against Damian Priest in a match which, I mean, there was a lot of emotion involved. And what I will say before we get into the match, Cody Rhodes, when he is all hyped up and full of energy and full of adrenaline, that's when he cuts the best promos. And you see that on Raw the other night when he's got his shirt off and he's just had a match and he's that's that's the Cody Rhodes I can enjoy. But when he's got his suit on and he's talking slowly and long words, I can't stand that version of him. But there was emotion in this match, which I quite like. Johnny, what do you think? Am I the only one that's starting to find Cody Rhodes a bit boring? Oh, no. no you, well, not, well Johnny wants him to win the Rumble, so um, I think... <laughs> and win all the belts, uh, yeah. <laughs> I lo- I really really like Cody Rhodes. I don't know what he is, what it is he needs to do, but it's not what he's currently doing. I think, and again, you know, you you boys know I'm a I, I'm a fan of Cody. I, I like Cody. I think the issue at the moment that I'm having with with Cody is he's feuding with Damian Priest, who I absolutely like adore and think is fantastic he's spending a lot of time with jay uso who is just like captain personality and captain hype i think it's hard to almost be as invested in cody when he's with these other big personalities mm-hmm. um yeah. and again i you know it's it's almost feels a little bit like if um oh, well I, I suppose a little bit for if um you know gunther had a match with la knight They'd be like, oh, I really like LA Knight, but actually I really, really like Gunther. So here it's like, I, I like Cody Rhodes, but I really, really like Damian Priest. So it's like, well, I'm, do I feel as bothered about Cody Rhodes because we've got Damian Priest here who I prefer? I, I don't know. That's mm. just some how I see it a little yeah. bit. But um Yeah, no, I think I think that's fair. But the match itself. It was like you can't you can't lie. It was a decent match. It was a good match. I really enjoyed it. I really like Damian Priest as well. I think he's great. Um, what are the Judgment Day if one person has a chair and they're all running away scared? Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and JD McDonough. They're all running away. Like how dominant are you if there's three of you and you're running away from one man 
yeet mm. you with a chair, literally yeet, yeet with a chair. Yeet. Um, you're just, you're like, I don't know. I, I said Cody would win. I wished Damien Priest had won. But yeah, yeah I, I did enjoy the match. I can't say I didn't because I did. Mm. I thought it was a good match. How big was that South of Heaven as well? That was it's massive. Deep. He'd do he'd do a massive one to anyone. It doesn't matter who you are, what size you are. He's picking you up and slamming you down. Well, that was huge. That was so good. Um, it, you know, um, a couple of the bits that I I did really like from this match that I wrote down. Um, Damien Priest's versatility, like he's a big guy. He moves really well. He can he can do things from the top rope. He can pick you up and throw you about. And he can do like super kicks and inziguris uh, and like spinning heel kicks and stuff. It's like how how talented is this guy for his size as well? Um, mm. And also, I really really enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked this up, but obviously uh, Priest hit the reckoning on the table, um, and obviously because it's a WWE event and the crowd can't help themselves, they're chanting one more time, and he's like, "No, no, I'm not doing it." Because that's what you want, and I'm a heel, and I'm a dickhead, and I'm not doing it. And again, it's just it's them little nuances that I just think are, are brilliant. Because it's like, you Absolutely, know, why, yeah. why would it? Why would a heel want to do something that you want to see? Like, no, I'm not going to do it. And I just, yeah, I, the the only thing I did find a little bit disappointing was after Jey Uso got involved and chased away the Judgment Day, you knew what was going to happen. Like, you knew the outcome from then. But yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with this match whatsoever. Considering it was, it almost felt like, like you say, that sort of Cody Rhodes needs to be on the show. So let's put him here. But actually, you get two guys that are good. You're going to get probably get a good match nine times out of ten. So yeah, I, I did think it was good. Yeah, certainly enjoyed the match. Um, Damien Priest, as I say, I'm just glad the Money in the Bank briefcase wasn't on the line here. Mm-hmm. And we agreed kind of hoped a Randy Orton return here because, again, it was the second last match of the night and I'm thinking, well, why is this match so late on when it's just, I know, just the match and then we'll move on. Speaking of the briefcase, I have a question that I wanted Mm -hmm. to pose to you boys. At what point have you not cashed in? He he literally, he handed the briefcase over. The bell didn't ring. So but, it's not a match. So, so th- and and this is my point, right? Why does that matter? Why do you physically have to hand? Why? So the bell, obviously, the bell has to ring to start the match. But why do you physically have to hand the briefcase over? So he's won money in the bank. All the announcers, ring announcers, everyone knows that Damian Priest has won money in the bank. He mm-hmm. is Mister Money in the Bank. He's going down with the intention of cashing in his money in the bank. That is uh, what his intention is. I don't think he's Mister Money in the Bank, is he? Senor Money in the Bank. Senor Money. Um, <laughs> he's walking down with his briefcase. They know why he's there. Yes, Sami Zayn has run away with it, but what Damian Priest has is he is the number one contender. Mm. Just the ball is in his court whenever he wants. So just because. Sami Zayn's run away with the briefcase. They know what his intentions are. Why can't he be like, I still want this match. This is why I was here. Ring the bell. I have the right for this. Not that I wanted him to cash in on Seth. I know it sounds like I might do now, but I just I don't get that what like I I don't get that. They know why he was there. Why can he still not do it? Do you know what though? 
I, I'm, I'm gonna frustrate you by not answering your question because I don't know. Thanks. But <laughs> <laughs> I just had this thought while you while you were talking. Hoods, not that I don't think I don't think they will because they're probably not creative enough. But is that something that WWE could run with? Like, could you just imagine if, um, again, tonight on Raw, Drew McIntyre loses his shit and he eviscerates um, Seth Rollins and leaves him laying, and Damian Priest comes out with the referee, but without the briefcase, and says, I am sending your money in the bank, I'm cashing in, pins Seth Rollins, and then Adam Pearce comes out and goes, oh, sorry, Damian, you haven't cashed in your contract. Like you know, and then the you know do that whole, you know, yeah. get to to maybe to kind of try and explain that as to why he has to physically hand the hand the briefcase over. Like I so say, I don't, I don't think that that would happen because it seems a bit too creative. And I, 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 but I would maybe use that just to see, you know, see the crowd reaction to to Priest becoming a champion. It, if anything, it's going to give you a good leveler as to whether this is the right decision to go with priest, which by yeah. the way, I absolutely think it is. Oh, but, so do I. So do I. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, and it gives, you know, we know sometimes WWE like to create a bit of shock and a bit of drama for the sake of it. A, you know, a cash in quote unquote, that is successful, but then technically a failure because he doesn't win it, but still keeps his briefcase. You know, that does generate something potentially. Yeah. And I mean, let, let's let's make no mistakes about this either. The day he does cash in on Seth, because he's not going to cash in a moment, I'll feel very, very bad for Seth, but I'll feel really happy for Damien at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you think about the, the whole Bruce Case situation, Johnny. Well, I agree with Stu in the fact that the bell rings, that's when the match starts, that's when the cash in officially happens. So I understand what you're saying about he's coming down to the ring and he's cashing in, but I still feel like, the bell hasn't rang, and he's a heel, so he can use that as an excuse to be like, well, the bell didn't ring, so I didn't cash in. Um, I have noticed that they do change their tune about it as well, so there has been times when the champion has been down, and they'll cash in, and they still ring the bell. Well, there's other occasions where, like, oh, but the wrestler has to be on their feet. They have to be stood up first. They have to be up and ready to go. So they change the rules slightly and hope we don't notice. I have spotted that a few times. The money in the bank cash in, though, I'm just concerned. As I keep saying with Triple H not taking risks, I I dread to think that he's going to make him fail the cash in. I really have that like in my head that he's not going to do it, is he? Um, and at some point, they're going to have to pull this trigger where they keep teasing it because otherwise the fans are going to start going, well, we know he's not going to cash in. We know he's, if he's not going to cash in, there's no point getting excited for it because he's just going to have something happen. They need to Decide when he's going to cash in and just stop him coming out, teasing it, until it's the day he actually just does it. Because it's getting, like, it's the very same storyline over and over again. Like, we know he's not going to cash in. And that Dolph Ziggler reaction, when he cashed in, it was a big deal because he cashed in. Damien Priest is doing this every week. It's like, I can't I can't get excited for it until you, like, actually have a match. Because mm. <laughs> it's mm. constantly happening. Mm. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as you can see, I've got the T-shirt on. I, I love Damien Priest. I want him to win, but I just, I'm just anxious that they're not going to do it. <laughs> when at the age he is as well, he's got to, he's got to win it soon. 
Mm. You know, yeah. He hasn't got 15, 20 years in him to do this. He needs to do it soon. Um, you mentioned earlier on about the Luchador style, by the way, just quickly. Similar to Luchasaurus, where he's like, he's a big guy, but he has this style that is like a, sh- like a small man style. Mm. And I think that's just credit to whoever's trained him, really, that he can do that. For someone as athletic as he is, for someone who's six foot eight, yeah, you know, and he's very, very good. Like he is very, very good. Mm. Um, he's better than Wardlow, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, not as good as Lance Archer, but uh, no, no, he is better than Lance Archer. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's better than Wardlow, without a doubt. So, oh, I don't know. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I, want, I want to see. I want to see him do a swan on bomb, and then we'll make a decision. Yeah. Right. Once I've seen that, we'll know. <laughs> and finally, on to the main event with everybody saying L A Knight. Yeah. 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 Gets a world title shot finally. It is Yeet. No, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> he gets a world title shot against Roman Reigns in the main event of Crown Jewel. He gets Pyro. You know, and that's that to me symbolizes a, a big deal when someone gets pyro now. And that was nice to see. Of course, he comes up short against the tribal chief, as does everyone, in the very same way everybody else loses to Roman Reigns by having assistance. Um, Stu, what do we make of this match? Um so you know, I think Roman still has that final boss feel like he just he has that presence and that aura about him um this this title run is the most comfortable i've ever seen roman perform um whether that's with his facial expressions or just the the style of of the matches that that he's having um i mean you know the the formula of of a roman reigns match is a it's a little bit jarring. Like, I'd, you know, what I'd probably say 90% of his title matches have ended with him being helped in some way, shape or form, um, which I don't necessarily mind in some aspects of him being a heel. But, you know, he should still have the vibe that he can absolutely finish someone if he wants to absolutely finish him on his on his own. Um I don't think LA Knight was hurt in this defeat. I think he still, you know, it he it was interference that that done it. Um and his popularity is still just so infectious. Um I will just say to the people online, no, the ref did not count three before Jimmy Uso put Roman's foot on the rope. Like that that didn't happen. I don't care what anyone says. If you watch it, the crowd the crowd shout one before the refs hit the mat. So that's where the confusion was. I, see, but, I still I'm not sure. No, no, <laughs> no he, did, he he didn't. The, the crowd they, started to cheer on the to on the slide. They chanted yeah, one. That's exactly what happened. Mm. The crowd the crowd did one as the ref slid down to do his. For, they yeah. they did. Uh, so yeah, they the they they did the two. Slide. They did two on the refs one. And it, you know, it was all over the place. Um, but yeah, I mean, what was this match as good as Ro- uh, Logan Paul versus Roman? Uh, Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio? No. Did I expect to see that style of match between these two? No. Did I enjoy the match that I got between these two? Yeah. And do, does this hurt um, LA Knight? No, I don't think it does. I don't think anyone losing to to Roman at this point, it hurts 
it hurts them. What it has done is shown that Loam LA Knight can hang at that level, which is ultimately what the yeah. what the the match was there for, in my in my view. Mm-hmm. They talk about the whole David and Goliath thing. LA Knight didn't feel like a David here. He felt like he was at the same level as Roman Reigns, and it just felt like he belongs there. So I'm happy with the way it ended as well, in the sense of it was shenanigans. So he does have an excuse for a rematch at some point with Jimmy Uso uh, out of the picture at some point. Um, I guess it would be maybe at WrestleMania is the hope that they do a Daniel Bryan thing when they realise that, oh, you know, this one-on-one match that we want, the fans aren't going to be too pleased if that's what we give them. So we'll bring in an extra body. And hopefully Elianite is that person. And I don't think he wins the Royal Rumble, actually, because I feel like it will be after that. The fans are still frustrated. He hasn't been given that opportunity. And then he gets added in by maybe Elimination Chamber or something. I'm really hoping that it's not the end for Elianite in terms of a world title. But it's probably, as I say, going to be Elianite against Logan Paul for the United States title at WrestleMania. And, of course, if he wins that, I'll be fine with that. But... It would have been nice to um, show everyone why I'm such a fan of this guy. But, you know, he's still proven that he can hang. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Johnny? Well, I mean, the man kicked out of a Roman spear after being pinned instantly. So. And he gets out of two of them. Oh, am I wrong? Uh, I know he definitely kicked out of one. I can definitely remember yeah, he, one. He did. Yeah. Um, so. That that shows you something. They they think he's a big deal if he's if he's kicking out of a, a Roman spear being instantly pinned. I enjoyed the match. Um however, the ending of all of Roman's matches, which is the same, is becoming very stale. Yes. And Roman almost looks like he thinks he can't win his matches by himself and that he needs help half mm-hmm. of the time. I can't remember the last time he won a match without help whether it's Solo, Jimmy, whether it was Jay, whether it's Paul, whether it was Sami Zayn, there was always someone there. And, yeah, the ending is becoming very stale. And I just think we need Roman to be more present and have a couple of clean wins. He could go, like, it's believable that Roman Reigns can beat Brock Lesnar clean. It's believable that Roman Reigns can beat John Cena clean. These things are believable, so I'm not sure why they don't do it. I guess they want us to despise him even more. I guess that's where they're going for. But I did did really enjoy the match, and I do feel bad for LA Knight, but it's Roman Reigns, Mm -hmm. isn't it? I I know it sounds a little bit harsh, and I was just thinking this as, as you were saying, Jay, but... I almost wouldn't actually mind, say, if on, you know, on an episode of SmackDown, maybe, um, or coming up to, maybe coming up to the, maybe not the Rumble, that might be a bit big time as such, but coming up to Elimination Chamber or something, um, on SmackDown, they have a, um, I don't know, like a title, a number one contender battle royal or something like that. And someone like, Kofi Kingston or Xavier Woods wins it and then has a match against Roman Reigns and Roman literally just obliterates them in two and a half minutes and pins them. Okay, that's going to be a bit devastating for Kofi or Xavier Woods. But 
actually at the level Roman's built up, he should be obliterating people. Yeah, so he should yeah. be. He's, he shouldn't be needing the help. He I'd much rather see help. him obliterate someone inside three minutes than do a 35-minute match that then ends up with, with interference. Like, let's mix it up mm. a little bit. How how dominant actually is your run when you need help to win all your matches? Mm. Yeah, it's it's a different... You know, say, for example, you know, we've seen Miz... We spoke about the Miz a lot tonight, but we, we, we've seen Miz have, like, lengthy IC title runs where he's cheated to win most matches, but he's never claimed during them title runs to be, like, you know, the the king of, of WWE. He is just, like, I'm a long-reigning champion. Like, And, and yeah. I think there's a different way about, you know, about how you sell that title run, isn't there? Hmm, definitely yeah absolutely yeah um i enjoyed the match as i say it was what we expect but it would have been nice just to have that uh risk taken and have uh, we saw the la night section which was half the uh stand so that was nice to see but as always reigns comes out on top mm -hmm. and we now have no more roman reigns until next year apparently so that champion versus champion thing that we usually get at Survivor Series, I guess, they're just not bothering with this year. Which I think is where um, Seth will say to Sammy, I owe you one. And Sammy will be like, OK, well, can you team with us at War Games against the Judgment Day? Me, you, Cody J, Yeet. against Tim Bella, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, JD McDonough. Have you have you boys seen? And I don't know again how much of this is true and how much is dirt sheet rumor and stuff like that. But apparently they are rumored to be um, the match at Mania, presumably against Cody. Uh, mm -hmm. They're looking to maybe do an I Quit match between Roman and Cody. And that yeah. Roman will drop the title and be done because apparently his body is shot to pieces from his uh, leukemia treatment, which is why oh, we're not. Really? Which is why we're not seeing him week in, week out because his body, it, like he is essentially fighting against all of that to be able to perform when he does. Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't know how much of that is is true, but if it is, and if. I don't know if we ever will find out the truth or or not. If it is, then for me that actually places a whole another level of actually respect for for Roman yeah. in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. Probably does that mean he should drop the title sooner? Like maybe, but actually he is doing everything he can to show up when he physically can. Um, mm -hmm. But again, I don't know if that is or isn't isn't true. That's just something I didn't hear about heard. that. And that was one of the reasons why I was like, oh, well, maybe they do. Uh, yeah. Give LA Knight the match. And the thing is, even if that's the, the case, obviously the storyline, Cody Rhodes, if he makes Roman Reigns say I quit, then what is he going to have to do to win the match to make? Because, again, I still mm. can't imagine Cody Rhodes being the man to make Roman Reigns say I quit. So for him mm. to be the man to do that, like, what's he going to have to do to him in the match? Because... Mm. <laughs> This yeah. is not, you know, he's not, he's not Brock Lesnar. You know, he's not built like that. He's still quite a slight, skinny dude. Mm. 
sort of gonna have to remarkable put some sort of like like you know when edge was doing the cross face with like the bar the bar off the uh, steel chair and stuff he'll have to do something yeah. like that won't he yeah or, or yeah. could just as like um not that i think it would it would turn you know turn roman face almost but you know reigns really portraying himself as you know the the tribal chief and he's never going to quit and he is you know all this stuff don't have him quit just have him pass out just have him be like i've got too much honor in my body to quit and and but i just pass out um and and do it that way maybe i don't i don't know and, and then he could he could take a year off let his body get some proper recovery time etc and then come back and be like well I, actually I, I never quit i didn't mm. quit yeah and maybe not not that i i want this to be played into a storyline as such because i for me i just think there's a few things you should probably leave out of storyline but even if he comes back and is like i like say after like a year and is like hey guys um i've spent the last year recovering from my my fight with with leukemia sort of thing my body wasn't able to do what it was what i wanted it to do but now it is and almost that is how he transitions into a face um yeah. like i say I, I i don't know whether using something like that is a bit of a cheap way to become a face but it is real life and it mm. it then makes his character a, a likable character sort of thing well, I did read as well that him and Paul are writing a lot of what Roman's doing. Oh, so okay. I think if if Roman's okay with doing that, then of course that yeah. that that would probably be a be a goer, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of storylines in wrestling where they go like, should they have really put that in storyline? But I also think that yeah, but the wrestler who you might be talking about will have agreed to that or Absolutely. even in some cases will have even said why don't you do that so yeah some more joe brought up jeff hardy's drug and drink and things like that mm. jeff hardy probably would have been like you should do that mm. you know mjf with the whole thing with juice robinson very very controversial but again i feel like even if it is uh, in a bit of a bubble and a bit short-sighted from the wrestlers it still would have been something mjf would have approved of mm -hmm. yeah you know um, yeah. Not necessarily saying I personally would agree with that, but it, again, they're all doing these things, but they won't have done it until they've spoke to the guy and been like, are you all right with that? Yeah. Cody Rhodes' character, if that was to be the case, bringing up someone's cancer is a very heel move. Yeah. And Cody Rhodes is not that character to do that. So that would be, yeah. um, yet. It'd be interesting how they'd work that out. Mm. Not yet. Mm. Mm. I don't know if he'll ever turn heel personally, but that's just something which I think he needs to do as well. But I don't think he would. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So let's say you can pick Roman Reigns' as next opponent for the Royal Rumble. Who's it going to be? I, I don't think it will happen, um, but I would go with AJ Styles. Okay. Because he got wiped out by the bloodline, he does need that revenge. And, and and we know that they had a good match when Roman was, you know, the sucker and succotash big dog, and it was a good match. So now his character and his work has improved. It's going to be another good match, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. What do we think, Johnny? 
Uh, I know they're both heels, but could we please get a, a main event push for Karrion Cross? He was also my other option. That was that's something which I would love so much. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I saw I saw him at the live show again the other week, and he's just I I just love the man. I think he's great, mm. and he's being underused and used incorrectly at the moment. Um, yeah, give him a main event push and give it to him yesterday. Yeah, again, the dirt sheet writers, if you uh, depends on who you read. I mean, I don't read any of them, but they'll come up on Twitter sometimes and stuff. But one of them did say that apparently Triple H is wanting to give Karrion Cross a big push next year. Well, he brought more him back, the character he, that, Yeah, more towards yeah. the character that you saw in NXT. More than happy with that. Again, the guy has one of the best entrances, make it important. So I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. I wonder why you think he has one of the best entrances. I wonder. <laughs> I, I do wonder, yes. No, obviously I preferred the one when he had that big helmet. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> him error carrying cross was um yeah. that was a vibe yeah, um, yeah nothing to do with uh, his wife there um but yes that's pretty much all i've got for crown jewels mm. anything else you want to add lads no no i will just say how good did the staging look i thought the staging looked really obviously we know you know they're gonna throw a lot of money at it for a saudi show but i i just thought it looked really looked really good and really clean as well yeah, it did. It was nice and unique. Yeah. Mm, I liked it. Oh, oh also, um, well, you're not getting away with this, Stu. Uh, <laughs> so, Johnny, do you have a tweet for Stuart? See, I do I do have one, but I know that if I ever get anything wrong or I lose in a prediction, that Stu is going to absolutely come for me. He's going to absolutely come for me, but I do have one. See, I, have, I, I, I was thinking of one, but I will let you go with with yours if you I don't uh, even know I don't even know if you're going to send it I don't even know if you'll if you'll actually send it well so it is at Demi Bennett Rhea Ripley whatever it is right Let, let's hear it before I start typing okay, it let's okay <laughs> so so at Rhea Ripley once again Mammy is always on top oh wait Kyrie Sane's back never mind oh <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, oh, I, I absolutely cannot wait until you mess up on a prediction. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, right, hey, uh, I'm gonna be sent like I'm gonna think <laughs> proper sensible about my predictions the whole time. <laughs> um, what is it? So, hey, at Rhea Ripley, WWE, um, yeah. Mammy, uh, as always, Mammy's on top. Is on top. Yeah. Oh wait, at Kyrie saying is back. Never mind. Never mind. XOXO. (laughs) (laughs) And that that's that's the one she'll see. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Everything I tweet, Rhea Ripley, that'll be the one. That will be the one. Um, right. Yeah, me... just like this uh, Slapback and Beards TikTok. If you go over there, lads, you'll see a wonderful <laughs> video of me talking about how Cody Rhodes is the man to the throne. Roman Reigns. He's going to have a ten-year-long title reign. Never mind <laughs> Bruno's record of eight years. <laughs> Amateur. He's going to hold all the belts, all of them at the same time. Yeah, and I mean every single word of that. 
and I have the the official. It is official. It has been sent. Stu has sent us the screenshot. It has got. Oh, I wish I hadn't have done that. I wish I hadn't have done that. I can't wait. I can't. I don't. I haven't even thought of where this is going. But there's some, there's going to be something. I assume it's going to be something along the lines of calling actively calling out Seth as being the worst wrestler of all time or, or something uh, along those lines. I, 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 I might just try and get a contact number for Gunther and see if I, I will fly you over there to take 15 <laughs> shots or something. Like, I'd, uh, <laughs> like something. That's, there is going to be something that's coming your way. <laughs> just out of interest, because we can always use it for next week, what was your one? I was, I was going to tweet something at Bailey. But I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure what yet. But obviously, we spoke a lot about Bailey and you know damage control stuff. So I was I was going to pick. I was and it was going to be something nice, like you know, something about someone backing her up for you know, or asking what's going what's going on with your girls, Bailey, or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it it wasn't going to be disrespecting Rhea Ripley. That was wow. that was not what I was going to be doing. <laughs> well, um, we've got something exciting to mention as well uh, this is the second last podcast before we are back together again Woo-hoo. so next Yeet. week we have another Yeet. Pod. Yeet. <laughs> well, yeah. oh there we go we will be i will do a group yeet i'm happy to do that it, to be honest i like the yeet stuff that is one thing i do find quite fun it is funny when you just like randomly shouts the yeet there um well, you, you know what happens this. when we meet up next week and we've had a beer we're just gonna sit there have the have the phone out like yeet that's that's what he's going to do. Yes. And um, so we've got one podcast, and then we're going to be down for Fightmare in Norwich. Which is this? Stu's your second time. Going it's my to- second Fightmare. Yeah, it'll be my second mm-hmm. Fightmare. So mm-hmm. that will be be really good. Um, I'm probably gonna gonna be putting some stuff out on my socials over the next few days around certain things that I'm looking forward to, and certain things for people to to look out for. Because I know you, I think. I don't know if they'll be broadcasting it straight away onto their YouTube stream, but they will. There will be broadcasts of it to be able to watch somewhere at some point. So I think that'll be be wicked, especially for some of the names that have been announced already. Um, it'll be really good. I still need to get me tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I still need to book my hotel. Uh, <laughs> if you combine, if you combine what I've done and what Johnny's done. One full person is done. But um, so Stu, where can we find you on social media? Um, so I'm not gonna promote my Instagram because I haven't kept up with it as well as I should have done. But my main social is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991 for coming up to a month or so consistent uh daily wrestling. Um, interactions and wrestling content. So go check me out there. I am 34 away from 5K. So if we can make that happen by... I'd like to aim for the Rumble because that's when we started the podcast. So if I could hit 5K by the Rumble, that would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Johnny, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on TikTok as well at JE Wrestle Talk for all your daily wrestling content. Um, I'm about 300 away from 3K. Uh, I'm going to be a bit more presumptuous and uh, hope I can do that by the end of the year. Um, or assumptuous, sorry. Um, no. 
presumptuous. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's presumptuous. Yeah, it is. It? Yeah, it is presumptuous. It is presumptuous. I was right the first time. Yeah, a yeah. bit more presumptuous, and I hope that I can do that by the end of the year. That would be nice to end the year on three k. Um, but yeah, mm. follow me there for daily wrestling content. Oh, uh, you definitely can. Johnny's um, the expert at getting uh, interaction as well. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, is very good at that. And uh, I'm Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok again, looking for twenty k. Feels like been stuck on nineteen point seven for a long, long time, but. Um, Hopefully, it's my turn soon to start getting <laughs> more followers. Um, but yes, thank you, everyone, as always, for your continued support, and we will see you next week.